Welcome to the Doubt Every Thought Podcast, showing you the simple way of returning to God through forgiveness, knowing thyself, and doubting every thought. If you've been looking for peace in life and want to be a part of the revival, you've come to the right spot. So sit back, relax, and return to God. So hello everyone, welcome to the Doubt Every Thought Podcast. My name is Jacob. It is, what is this, April 4th. Happy Easter, everybody. Hope you get some eggs. Hopefully they're chocolate ones, or maybe if they are actual chicken eggs, wonderful. This is episode number five for season 2021, you know, the year after Corona. I'm calling this JC JC and J on Easter. No, it's not Jesus Christ. It is (laughs) Jacob Chavez, my buddy, my friend. We just had a wonderful one hour long conversation talking a lot about what it's like to be a son of God, how it's not really judgment, it's really discernment. Um, talk about intimacy, the inversion of sexual relationships and sodomy. I mean, man, if if there's a topic that you think you could think about when it comes to God, we definitely covered it. So if those things sound interesting to you, just hang on for a little bit. We'll have this intro outro music kick in and then it'll just be me and him chatting. And as I always say, if you're seeking the kingdom of God, the righteous path, you've come to the right spot. So sit back, relax and return to God. everyone welcome to another episode of the data we thought podcast i'm here with mr j or jacob jacob how's life life is amazing <laughs> life is amazing it is easter happy easter to you do you have any uh easter plans that you got going on oh, i'm just gonna go to church today and uh must be nice. on the lord's day the lord's sunday <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear you know and i'm, I'm just counting this back in from uh we we're having an offline conversation, and the I guess the saying is that I may forgive, but I don't forget. And I think that's a great topic because because so, everyone does. I've it heard wrong, that saying, right? and they do it wrong by doing it <laughs> by believing it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, they there's a saying, you know, I may have forgiven, but I don't forget, and it doesn't really make much sense to me. I think Jacob, you're talking about uh, someone in your life. Um, said that and you kind of smile when you hear that too right oh totally i think uh you know when when you become a son of god when you wake up when you go and forgive and god forgives you because you realize you're not supposed to judge when you know thyself and doubt every thought and do silent prayer what what i found happens is that you actually do forget um almost everything and i mean that like in a good way where there's been times where like challenging things have happened to me. Like money was stolen from me. Um, I was let go from work. Um, I'm trying to think of other things, relationships, you know, in the past. But when you're a son of God, you just kind of go throughout your day and you live this joyous moment to moment life. And the only time I remember those things is when other people bring them up for some reason. Yeah. They just, they just got to bring it up for some reason. I'm just like, Oh, okay. I, I totally forgotten that happened to me. And I think that's what people don't understand is that whole concept of, you know, um, the whole forgiving and forgetting, they really don't forget. And that's kind of an, a sign that maybe you actually haven't forgiven because once you forgive, you really forget everything. Yeah, <laughs> And that's been just my experience. Has, have you kind of seen that too, Jacob? Has that been something on your side through your family or your own life? Oh, absolutely. I mean, even going the day to day and just uh, it's always that voice in your head that's trying to remind you like, oh, it's not going the way that you think it should go. And we're spending too much time on this and and oh, that person did this to you. But really, if you just let it go, it just really doesn't mean anything at all. If you just let that voice pass over you, then really there, there is no reason to remember there's no reason to constantly live in this weird kind of inner tor- turmoil that you have. Just always looking, you know, behind your back and just never. You always have this like checklist as well. Whenever you see someone, oh, you're just like, yeah. okay, there's 10, five good things. And remember the three bad things they did to me. Okay. Engage. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right. now, now it's like not really a thought process. Um, you are right though about 
how when you go throughout your day, your thoughts will try to tell you and remind you of things. They'll yeah. be like, oh, this, oh, that person looks similar to that person. Remember when they when they betrayed you? That's why everyone sucks. You know, yeah. <laughs> it it always has this temptation to lead you, and it sounds like you. It sounds like that voice. It's so tempting. It's so seductive in a way. But when you watch it, you're just like, what is what is wrong with that voice? Yeah. <laughs> like I've I've asked a few people this, you know, who haven't woken up, and it's this. Um, you know, if you could choose to think the thoughts that you're thinking right now, would you choose to think those thoughts? And generally, the answer is uh, no. <laughs> Why? Yeah, because they're always it's, torture. <laughs> it's always just like you think. You know, when you and I talk to each other, the things we talk about are the things I want to talk about. That sounds yeah. like a tongue twister. <laughs> you know, but it's you really think about that. You're like, yeah, if I'm going throughout my day, would I actively? when you see somebody and it, there's this thought that judge them like, Oh, they're not as good as me or, Oh, you're not as good as them. Or, uh, man, this person always is X, Y, Z, whether it's on the work job or maybe <laughs> it's a female, you know, where right. it's like, Oh, this person is just so emotional. Oh God, we have to deal with her once more. Oh Jesus. You know, <laughs> it's, it's fascinating how that voice is just permeating everywhere in life. It totally, in it's every one of those situation. things, man. Exactly. I was about to say that, like you, before you wake up, you don't really understand just how much Satan is in your life. Yeah. And it sounds, I laugh because it sounds insane now, you know, but <laughs> when you, when you talk to normal people, you're just like, oh yeah, Satan's in your head. You know, it's all good. Right. <laughs> it's funny you say that it sounds insane because to me, it just sounds like it's the only thing that makes sense, you know? <laughs> it, exactly like to the layman it sounds insane to you and me i'm just like oh yeah it's just satan just whispering in your ears wants you to uh judge others so that you know he can capture you and then take you to hell totally you know it's it's really just this perception of reality well you know I've, I've begun to notice that too yeah what one thing that i've noticed is typically um if you look everywhere in like psychology and if you just really talk to people, um, you notice how everything revolves, everything revolves around like having sex, and yes, and it, and it's like uh, like they all just collectively get this sexual thought or something, and it and it's funny. It's like if everyone has yeah. that, like, does everyone really have that? Yeah, yeah. There's one thing you kind of mentioned when you said that is in my head that kind of got mentioned is the first focus on sex where it seems like academia tries to make it seem acceptable to have all those inclinations and to indulge in them. Right. So yeah. it's like, Oh, sex is normal. The Freudian like, thing. Who says, <laughs> yeah. Who says you shouldn't be having sex before marriage? That's so archaic. It's impossible to when... not know. <laughs> it's impossible to we're not. Exactly. Age, I think, right. A bunch of bullshit like that. <laughs> we're, we're not archaic. You know, we don't, you know, suppress Society our people and our women. <laughs> We're not misogynistic anymore. We believe there's 27 genders versus... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more than that now, man. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the imagination. Ugh. But uh, the other thing, too, that I found psychology does is it encourages you to think about your thoughts. Mm. And it says that your thoughts are your own. They are you. You can control them, huh? And you... Right, you need you can control them. We need to sit through and sift through them and untangle and get to the root, get to the memories, right? Go deeper into the memories that you're suppressing. And it's trying to create this thing where you just keep going back and back and back until you find this root trauma. You know, like, oh, this is the trauma. This is why X, Y, Z. And it's this, it's kind of like this trauma built upon trauma. It has to go all the way back to the source. And at one level, that is true, but it's looking at it through the wrong lens. It's looking at it through the material realm, where the real trauma is the judgment, is the resentment. You know, it's you know believing that you are your own god. Yeah. And if you go back, if you go back to the root, it's actually just Adam and Eve. So it's this weird perversion of first a sexual thing where they say, oh yeah, you know, who says it's wrong to have a 60 year old have sex with a 21 year old mm -hmm. and you're looking at it like 
uh, yeah, it's sodomy because it's sterile sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's clear answers. But the other thing I found too is this whole, they want you to be thinking about your thoughts and how they are just the most important thing. You know, like, like oh, you are your thoughts. We need to get to the bottom of this. You need to figure it out. And for me, I find that it's a trap because you're never going to be able to figure it out. Absolutely. Because again, it's Satan talking to you. You know, so there's there's this weird. Um, I mean, I love psychology. Yeah, like I, I really do like it. It's fascinating to me just learning about all these theories and people who studied it for so long. But I'm finding that the real answer is just doubt every thought, go and forgive, which is you know stop judging and you know apologize for judging, and God for, you know forgives you, and know thyself by sitting quietly with God in the morning and at night. Yeah. And I sit there. I'm like this. This won't make anybody any money. Know, <laughs> it's right? it's so no simple. Fancy marketing just, to it. <laughs> Change your life. Right. There's no like yeah, no like follow up campaign like, okay, we need to do this for six months and it's two hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> and we need to keep on going and going. And then like, oh, you feel better? Oh, okay. And then you come back six months later and you're not cured, you know, of this ailment. And again, don't don't get me wrong, there's good people everywhere. Well, no man's good. But there's righteous people everywhere, and there can be a righteous person who helps you out of hell who is a psychologist. Don't get me wrong. Not all, but most. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is this weird thing, man, where like, I'm finding that with like many churches, they don't want to tell you what we're talking about mm-hmm. because then the parishioners don't need to come back. You know, yeah. They keep don't on need to the, keep on uh, giving money. The tithes, right? Right, you won't be getting that ten percent cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's just absolutely amazing. I'm like when I talk with you about these things, it just reminds me of how, um, you know, we talk about there's churches out there, there are, you know, societies and groups, but it it just seems like the solutions that are being provided by everybody are these complex, you know, adult like solutions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and now I'm just realizing the solution has to be explainable to children. And that's exactly what we talk about here. Totally, man. And and it's funny how the churches, when I look back, I just think of, you you know, let's say something kind of simple. So, uh, you know how people in church, in the traditional church, would always do their communion, Mm. and they would say... A bunch of hullabaloo about, oh, this is the reason it's in remembrance of our Lord and what he did. But there's no real tangible kind of concept on why we constantly go, like every month is what the normal kind of thing all across the board would be. Why do we do this every month? You know, we get like like the little cracker and then have really a grape grape juice, (laughs) but it's supposed to be like the blood. And and it's it's like... There, there's nothing more to explain it than we take this because of Jesus's last meal, like in remembrance of that. And especially, I guess today, right? That's what probably a lot of people are talking about today as oh, yeah. in remembrance yeah. of him. But it's, <laughs> but it's just so silly how everyone's been bamboozled because I remember being in there, but then you kind of get this crazy thought in your head when you're doing it like, why should I question this? I, I shouldn't question this because I'm a believer. So you're like, right. you're like pretend to know, but you don't know, but that's the worst thing you can do. The real thing is just... <laughs> that begins the cycle. Right. Yep. The real thing to do is just admit that you don't know and just go, go from there, but not pretend and put on a show. <laughs> You're like, oh, yes, yes, I do. I, of course I do. Of course I don't have any doubt here. You know, everyone else is doing it. Therefore, it must be a good idea. Right. <laughs> and and after i woke up i realized that these preachers don't know what the hell they're talking about they they're just totally <laughs> winging it but they don't they don't i mean they think they're doing the right thing but they're not they're totally in darkness and they, they don't they're not you know quote unquote tending the uh the what is, what is it tending the sheep to the flock right yeah tending to the flock yeah. exactly they're not being the good shepherd by yeah you know. and you're not judging here you're you're literally just seeing it for yourself like right. i <clears throat> that's why like I wasn't raised with religion at all. And so when I kind of came to it, I I didn't have that embedded baggage of um, like the Trinity talk mm. or um, like what Jesus you're saying God. here. Like I, 
yeah jesus <laughs> god and i think the other one too is like you were just saying like the pressure of you know taking a cracker and thinking that it's you know something else <laughs> right i i looked at all that i'm just like that all just sounds like you know uh hubbub but that's okay and you look past that and then what i would focus on is like okay well what is this guy actually saying right and i'm kind of feeling good but i i don't feel at peace mm-hmm. you know and that's i think that's the one thing they don't talk about is like if, if you're not at peace in life something isn't working because you should be like it it naturally makes sense that you should be at peace in life most of the time and that's kind of what we have now you know as you forgive and doubt every thought silent prayer morning and night when you do those things it to me it's just become so not habit but i'm just so thankful and grateful every morning every night that then now when i interact with those who are in that fallen world especially with you know everyone's social distancing and whatever when i see them i'm just looking at them like dude you're possessed man you got to calm down like right. <laughs> like what's like I've, i'm not sure if you've seen that too but the distance that you've gotten in the past year with this whole shutdown not seeing people as much now when i see the fallen people or people who aren't awake it's extremely clear to me what's going on i'm just like oh like you don't see it and that's okay you know maybe your path has to you know maybe you need to suffer more or maybe you need to see an example and i need to be more righteous i need to do the best i can you know and be an example of a son of god but you know it used to not be so clear to me where i was like oh i'm just i'm just a little different right now i'm just like Oh Jesus! Like, <laughs> right? Like, I need to be on a homestead. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, um, that's the thing about that man. When, when you really, um, when we really remember the life that Jesus had, I mean, look yeah. at all the opposition that he had. I mean, yeah, he was literally the perfect example of what it means to to be with God and and the way that right. people could enter that, but most people did not listen to him you know <laughs> and so the, the, the so walking as sons of god it's not a big deal yeah if people you know oh no they're not um they're still i don't know quote unquote lowly sinners you know <laughs> it's not judgment trust me it's not judgment <laughs> yeah they're they're still um it's just we you literally can't save them there's there's no there are literally no words you can tell them to have them come yes. to the light and it's something that they have to know for themselves and whether they have that or not it's up to god really that's a great way to frame it is that you there the, initially when like i woke up the first few months it was so amazing you just want to go around waking up everybody <laughs> yeah. you're just like dude it's so easy let go of your judgment <laughs> like it's just satan talking to you it's totally fine <laughs> and then then you get to the other side and you realize that's not how yeah i'm not the one who knows that they should wake up or not that's judgmental if i say oh i need to wake up my mom or i need to wake up my this random stranger i haven't met right that's Mm -hmm. that's why like proselytizing is so yeah just gay i need to wake up this girl that i want to sleep with but it's the right (laughs) thing to do to so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to wake up this girl I want to sleep with so that then we can get married so that I can sleep with her. You know, it's like you're doing everything back asswards. It's just yeah. <laughs> that's that's never happened before, has it? <laughs> I know, right? No, it's funny looking at all the um quote unquote good Christian people that got married like in high school and how they're all like divorced now. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they did until not quote unquote sin in the eyes of the Lord, right? But they don't that's they don't realize oh that gosh. they're just playing to Satan's game. <laughs> that's the thing, man. Like it's and it's it's the whole all the other holes that you could use, right? That they they make excuses like, oh, we just won't do it in this one, but we'll do this, you know, and you're you're looking at it and you're like, that sounds like a fake loophole. Like that, yeah. Like, God's blind spot. Like, I, I don't think. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think God has a blind spot. I think, I think like you're tricking yourself here. <laughs> and then, like, I once once I realized sodomy is just sterile sex, right? So, yeah. for everyone who's listening, um, people think of sodomy as you know 
two dudes behind a dumpster, you know, being unrighteous. Um, or, yeah. or you think of two women just driving a Subaru, you know, being unrighteous. Yeah. <laughs> you get the idea. Um, but what, what sodomy actually means is sterile sex. So it's the act of intimacy um, in order to not make a child. So it's basically, um, I mean, I don't want to get too vulgar, but it could be seeking um, the pleasure, seeking the pleasure, right? Lustfulness. So it could be to while she's on birth control, while you're using condoms, um, while you're using your hands, whether it's somebody else or yourself. So masturbation is a part of it, or it could be the other holes too that people speak through, or they go to the bathroom with. It's using all those other holes instead of realizing the only goal is meant for uh, procreation and it sounds i'm still wrapping my head around that because i'm like man part of me is saying that's such a bummer (laughs) i I know what you mean dude yeah uh, but i i can't i can't (laughs) deny that that's true because it like i i think about like the most righteous person um that you'd want to be is somebody who doesn't masturbate somebody who doesn't lust after people and doesn't like abuse his wife physically um i mean like by having sex with her and all that and it's one of those challenges that you don't want to admit it but it's just one of those things you're just like oh my gosh like right if that's actually true how how far we have strayed that it's it's all inverted now everyone's doing it just to get their rocks off instead of doing it for the righteous reason of, you know, making it a version of a son of God on earth. Right. It's, well, well, the, the, it's crazy. What, what explains that when you really think about it logically is, okay. So if you're just seeking the pleasure and just going out there trying to, you know, get your rocks off. Yep. Eventually you get bored and then that's still in Satan's yeah. system and you go and try to do it with someone else and oh, this person's exotic and they, but really right. it's just, you're chasing the high right. of the newness or maybe it's quote unquote something forbidden and that's what really is getting yeah. you off. But it, there's, there's something too about that where men have made women their gods totally in a way. Man. And so when you quote unquote conquer the <laughs> woman in bed, like you've tried to, f- falsely inverted again so you're back on top you know but it's it's this fleeting moment you're like oh i'm a i'm the 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 bad boy now yeah you know whatever it may be yeah like i have a high account and whatever but it's this temporary and fake inversion that satan tricked you to think that like oh yeah yeah now you're controlling the thing that controlled you but in reality you just you just got a little deeper into satan's hell yeah (laughs) You know, it's funny that you bring that up because this week um, I was talking with the guys I work for and we were just all, you know, palling around and uh, we were just talking about what we have and and, um, they were were saying, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, exactly, men being men. And they were just saying like, oh, so uh, yeah, man, do you work out? And I was like, yeah, I happen to have a storage unit that has all my weights. And I just was kind of explaining to them, I'm like, yeah, like I have a heavy bag, a speed bag you know, a whole Olympic weight set, right. a squat rack. And then they were just kind of looking at me funny. They're like, well, why do you have that? And then my uh, my boss I've been working for for a while, he just tells me, or he just says, oh, it's because he doesn't have a girlfriend. And then they all were kind of <laughs> laughing. And and I and I laughed, I laughed too, because normally I would be like, oh, well, I would get like defensive or whatever, but. You would try to, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. But but this yeah. time I just kind of laughed at it and it just was a moment of me like man, so many men all over really really what that boils down is to men making women their god, like how could a man be alone and not have a woman yes. and how, why is he not doing something in order to get a woman and everything is everything yes. revolves around the woman it, and it's that's why you have a job Jacob <laughs> you want to make extra money so to you attract can get one a right woman. <laughs> Right, right. Like, look at me. I'm more. I have more money. Come, come. You know, it's like that's that's a great point. How I find when five guys hang out together, it always devolves to that. <laughs> right, always. It's always right. about that. It's like, what are you gay? But, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about that. I'm just like, no. I'm like, I was uh, I was shoveling um, goat manure and hay all yesterday at my friend's mm. um, 
my friend's homestead and he has a um, beautiful wife, two kids, but w- that never came up, mm. you know, the whole, that whole aspect. And that's what I, when men are righteous, that's what happens is you don't talk about those things, you know, but man, <laughs> that's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh my God. It just, it just kind of, it's the, you know, it's the scales that fall off. So in in the Bible, like, you know, when Paul was talking about that, um, I don't know if you remember that scripture, but it's, it's like well, pretty much the road to Damascus and how Jesus was talking to okay. him. And, and, um, and after he talked with him, he had, he was blind, so he, he couldn't see. And he had like these scales that were on his eyes and eventually they fell off. And to me, it always is it, that, that to me means you just see all of Satan's trickery and how really everything boils down to one thing, which is just inverting the the, the God's spiritual order, which is, you know, uh, God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, women over children. And yeah. everything, everything can be explained by just the inversion of that. And that's why everyone's suffering now, because men put women on top. They worship them, which is, you know, the link to Satan. It's really Satan and women. Right you know, women over men, and then everyone's miserable <laughs> under that, you know? <laughs> right, and it's not even the woman, right, and again, it's not the woman's fault, right? right. She got it's tempted It's just the God that, e- that they made, which is exactly. the lesser God, which is Satan. Exactly, and it, it goes back to Adam and Eve, like Eve, it's really Eve's fault. We can all blame Eve, okay? <laughs> just everybody, it's not the woman's fault, it's Eve's fault. And she was tempted by the apple, so the serpent was the closest thing to her, and instead of Adam saying, as I've said to you before, Adam should have said, Eve, Gosh, darn it. Put that apple yeah. down. That's Satan. So Eve, like, go and sit down. <laughs> go sit down. I'm working on the garden right now. Let's get the carrots. Let's get the carrots. Just watch yeah. for the rabbits. You Put know, an amazing just... shed in there tomorrow, Eve. Come on. Let me do this. <laughs> Eve, I got a bill to stop tempting me. <laughs> but you're, you're so right. It, it It's this inversion, right? So uh, like Jacob was saying, right? The spiritual order. God in Christ. Christ in man. Man over woman. Woman over children. And so... It doesn't mean that the man is this, oh, you you do what I tell you, right? Because right. think about how God works with you. He doesn't go around and tell you what to do. He's literally just always there waiting for you and yeah. guiding you when you want to listen. You know, so if your woman doesn't want to listen, you can just say, well, it's okay, well, you're going to suffer and die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what woman doesn't want to listen? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just uh, kidding. I'm there's a few good ones I know. Yeah. No so you good. think, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, I think it's in Acts. It was saying um, immediately something like scales yeah. fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again and he got up and was baptized. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, is that how Saul became Saul Paul? Saul became Paul that way, yes. And, oh, and that's why they nice. say the road I... to... Ma- you, you notice how people say... It's kind of like a pop culture thing where they go, uh, oh, I saw... You know, I was on the road to Damascus. It's just like a... Oh, a really? way that they I, I say like that. I I had this great revelation. That's but they don't even know know like how amazing that that one. Th- it's like that's literally Paul's moment of um, you know, finding the kingdom and everything being added to him after that, seeking and right. finding. But but we just all like kind of make it into some stupid little euphemism for I have I had a great epiphany. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you're just like let me go to Google Maps and look for Damascus. You know, and then, <laughs> yeah, then I'll on my way. I'll eventually see something. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I mean, the the other thing too that I, I like about that is um, there's it. I find that the Bible is like parables and stories. It's not l- this literal Absolute, right scales literal. fell off his eyes. Right, totally, man. Like it's this scales fell off of his heart or fell off his soul and it's just he returned to who he was as a child and you know that's i've heard the saying too it's like masturbation makes you blind Mm. you may have heard that before i think uh, it was mr kellogg who invented uh kellogg cereal Mm. um the 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 pop culture joke is that he invented cereal to stop (laughs) yeah he, he made you know kellogg cereal so plain because he didn't want people getting excited when they eat their cereal that they would then get lustful (laughs) he literally that's literally the pop culture joke okay but there is some truth to what he's saying where masturbation makes you blind because it makes you spiritually Mm, blind i see you know so when you do those things and you drain yourself and you believe 
and you commit sodomy against yourself, <laughs> yeah. you know, congratulations, you did it to yourself. <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things where if somebody does that and they look around, they're like, I'm not blind. I can see clearly. <laughs> and you're just like, you don't seem to get it. It's it's a, how do I describe that? It's it's like this your blindness to the spiritual realm where now the navigation that you used to have where you trust your intuition is a little yeah. less strong than how it used to be. You know, and it gets weaker and weaker every time you get further and further away. It, it never goes away because you can always be saved. Yeah. But it's that tiny, tiny voice that now, um, well, that's a good point. It's a tiny voice that, you know, you can always hear, but you don't listen to. And sometimes the voice doesn't want to talk to you, right? That's the mm. Holy Spirit. It's just like, dude, why would I help this guy? He keeps on just like saying he'll listen. And then he just goes off and he commits sodomy again and again this is annoying <laughs> right but the other thing i've noticed is that when you wake up that small voice gets louder and louder yeah and i hadn't realized but now that voice is so loud in me that it sometimes feels like you're judging others but you're really not you're just seeing hyper clearly from that intuition and i'm so thankful that i can see that right do you kind of know what i mean by that yeah and and to me it isn't even really I mean, yeah, I know we say voice because it, it's hard to describe it, but um, it's not a voice. Yeah. You're right. It's 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 like clarity. It's yeah. just intuition, right? You know, it's not thoughts. You know, uh, the thoughts will try to rationalize after you've had the epiphany. Mm, yeah, but you'll be sitting and talking with someone, and all of a sudden you'll see it, and then you'll say it, and then we we've joked about that before how you'll see and say something and then 30 minutes later you're like wow like that came from me i'm yeah. such a, like i didn't even think about what to say it sounds like it you was know, in the really Bible. just <laughs> <laughs> i literally yeah i sound like a biblical person you know and i'm sitting there like ooh like like am i judging people what's going on here and it's just god speaking through me right. to somebody else so it's not even me you know so i can't take credit for it so it's this fascinating viewpoint of the world where man just being a son of god is just so awesome because you realize it's not you totally. you realize that voiceless voice is a real thing and if you just you know stop judging you realize that you're wrong it's not you even judging in the first place it's satan judging for you that you're just agreeing to you know and you realize the voice that sounds like you is not you i mean I, it blows my mind every time i realize that i'm like wow yeah like satan's real <laughs> And that's the, that's the thing that's so amazing too is all the crap that you were into because because for me <clears throat> it was always like um, I don't know I guess seeking the pleasure alone that's the mm. euphemism but um, yep but seeking the pleasure that's the way to put it <laughs> but have you been seeking the pleasure alone recently yeah, right. <laughs> call Aventus yeah <laughs> and and to me it was always the biggest thing that that was what I would you know, beat myself over the head with like, oh, you know, you are trying to, you know, be righteous or whatever. And, oh, you, you still do this. And yeah, and that, yep, that was in yep. the Bible thumping days. And, and to me, I would kind of like, <laughs> I would kind of gauge everything off of, uh, oh, I, I didn't do that this week, so I'm good. And everything that became like the basis of, you know, I mean, you I had a counter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 27 days. I'm so much yeah. more holy than I was two weeks ago. I know what you mean. <laughs> but, but it's, uh, but it's funny because after I woke up, it's like, it's not even, I don't know, to me, like to, to even like, I don't know, see all the, you know, fancy sites. It, it doesn't even, there's nothing in me to draw me into it anymore. There's no appetite for it. It's like, it would be the same as me mm, like lish, yeah. licking an yeah. ash bin. You know, it's it's not. Yeah. And only it's, only God can really do that. Only God can take away something because we, we've been taught like, oh, um, you need to control yourself. You know, you, ha you need to have some self-control. But the ironic thing is right. that you won't have any, you don't really have self-control until you come back to God yep. and God really is controlling you that way. He just handles it for you. It's yeah. it's literally either Satan controls yeah. you or God controls you. Like it's, <clears throat> that's really it. And when we say Satan controls you, he will make you think that it's you controlling yourself, yeah. right? He's super sneaky. You just like, he'll, he'll, we've said this quote before on the podcast. It's, um, 
the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making people believe he didn't exist. And he pulls out on everybody because if you don't think that there's something else that could be controlling your thoughts, the default summary judgment is, well, it's coming from within me, so it's obviously me. But if you actually bring that back into the equation and, again, ask yourself, would you think the thoughts that you're thinking if you could choose the thoughts that you think? Mm. You know, and it's the answer is usually no. You know, and it's just this mind-blowing epiphany that you have. You're like, oh, okay, that's amazing. And I think kind of the other point you said, too, is uh, when you're talking about all the sites, are you talking like all like the religious sites that are all holy and huge and no, I churches? Mean, or no, you, I are, mean like the opposite of that, the the like uh, the unrighteous things. yeah exactly the, yeah those sites yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah those sites yeah they, they make you think i mean now that i look back i mean you look at like a nightclub that's literally hell like everyone oh, dresses yeah. up in black and they they all can't see each other everyone's like shadows yeah and you're just in, inebriating yourself so that you don't have to realize what you're doing right so you, you know anonymous and people <laughs> yeah anonymous sex yeah you're just having sex with satan you know it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think that'll be the 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 name of this one it's gonna be sex with satan. <laughs> i'll mark it as inappropriate that's it's i don't know it goes back to the idea that richard said right um to be light yeah right you know always be of the light and if you really ask yourself when you do those things are you being of the light well of course not but it's it's not you choosing it. It's just yeah. you followed the wrong dude. You know, right. <laughs> that's that's literally it. And then you can you can just change so quickly. Right. I think that's one thing. The other thing that blew my mind when I woke up, Jacob, is um, there seems to be this perception that to become a son of God, it's like a twelve step program, like whatever it may be like Scientology has their levels where once you get to level 12, then you've made it, you know, and then God will actually give you the real secrets, you know, and then he'll actually clean your soul then. But at level seven, you know, you've only given about 40,000 total. (laughs) So it's not, it doesn't add up, you know, right. But what it actually is, is just God literally being here right now, like within you, I think so, or all around you, and Jesus being your brother, and they're literally here just waiting for you, saying, "Hey, man, what's going on? You want to hang out? <laughs> you know?" And if <laughs> and there's this party, you're just like, "Oh God, I don't want to. Oh no, because you're you're doing all these unrighteous things, and you know don't God's not me, judging God. you. <laughs> yeah, don't look at me, God. I'm, I'm masturbating. Oh. <laughs> but he's just like, dude, I, I I can see through your eyes. Like, what what's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> but it's you're totally right, man. It's just there, there's just this lightness to it where if you wake up and you you're not the one shedding all the unrighteousness, you just need to watch it. And again, like. Like we say, you watch it by just observing yeah. and not reacting. You know, when a thought tempts you, you just watch it. And then all of a sudden you feel all this unrighteousness come out of you. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like an exorcism every 10 seconds or so. <laughs> one, one thing that, that was revealed to me after I woke up that, that makes a lot of sense that helps to not struggle, helps me not to like struggle with with everything. Because yeah. it's, it's so simple and yeah, there's like, you know, life and death in in the balance but also it's like no big deal at the same time it is which is right which is kind of like which is pretty amazing you know so before you give yeah. that idea you're right about the struggle because when i was first kind of waking up you you want to accelerate the process yeah because you just want to like oh maybe i can help god like clean me faster mm-hmm. like, <laughs> but uh, so whenever you say that <clears throat> For people who are listening, like if you feel like you're struggling to like get rid of things, it, you're kind of on the wrong path because you're acting like you can solve it yourself. Yeah. yeah. So just just a heads up. That's our experience with it. So so, anyways, didn't mean to sidetrack there. No, yeah. no, it was good. Um, so the main thing that I realized, which was revealed to me, which you may get mm. to, uh, just the people listening. Um, maybe <laughs> if they're holy like us, yeah. <laughs> is that people, human beings 
were never designed to be their own masters. They weren't designed to have their own, make their own decisions to really do anything. Mm. They were designed to be under something. Well, really under God, but you know, it can be um, manipulated mm. by Satan. But but we're not. We're pretty much robots, uh, spiritual kind of robots. Yeah. You know, the most amazing machine. I, and I and I remember saying this and thinking this even you know when I was in the fallen state, but just that um, human beings are the greatest machines that were ever created. I mean, you think about your body and how complex it is and how, yeah, and how like, you know, your brain <clears throat> works and you, you everything. Yeah. It's, it's a machine. It's amazing. <laughs> it's an amazing machine. And that's a, it, first off, how a woman makes a child, she didn't study to do that. Yeah. Right. So she has been given the greatest creation to make the greatest thing. And she doesn't have to do any type of schooling to be able to create that greatest creation. Right. That's the first thing. The other point you make is such a good point. Like, how how do you move your fingers? Like, do do you do you choose to move them or like like you just move them, right? Yeah. You know, you when you walk, like, how do you balance yourself? How do you look at things? How does just everything about the temple that God gave you is amazing? Yeah. And <clears throat> you're so right. How it has to be under something. Yeah. You know, so when you're in that righteous world, you're under God. You're under the kingdom of God. You're seeking that. And it's just this free flow calmness of peace and joy that every man's seeking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right that if he doesn't do that, then Satan will try to step in. And he'll step in in so many different ways. You know, I see people, instead of having faith in God, they have faith in science now. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of having faith like in the black coated man with the white collar, now he has faith in the white coat man in the laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so you're right about how people try to supplant, they try to become their own gods in a way. Yeah. And they don't realize that you can't do that. It's literally impossible. Yeah, you're right. And it and it just leads to madness the further you go down it. And then really everyone's trying to numb well not everyone, but most people are trying to numb the fact that they're not where they want to be and they numb it in uh, mm-hmm. in a number of ways, you know, getting into, yep. you know, slut making or being a slut or yep. drugs yep. or, you know. Yeah. Or, or they'll try to put other people beneath them mm-hmm. so that then they feel like a God to them. And th- that's kind of what you were just saying. It's just like um, the drug dealer and the drug user, you know, it's, there is that dynamic where now one is a God to another. You know, and it, it's this microcosm of the idea that, you know, when you try to act like your God, that you have all these different ways that you try to maintain that supremacy. Yeah. You know, first you try to numb your head, you know, with alcohol, drugs, sex, whatever it may be. But the other thing you may do is then kind of flip it and then try to bring other people, people underneath you so that then you get this accolades from other fallen people who then say, oh, you're so holy mm-hmm. and you get put on a pedestal. And yeah. for that short little moment, you feel so good. You're like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. Uh, all these people love me. I must be true. But um, that must be what Satan feels like because totally everyone right. is worshiping him right now. And he hates them. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a great poem that's about this. Um, I forget who the author is, but are you familiar with it? It's uh, called Ozymandias. Ozzy. Mandis. Yeah, and it's it's basically a poem about this great statue from this great emperor, and you know in his heyday he Percy Shelley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The... And he uh... interesting. And so yeah, it just pretty much says like uh, it's it's like way after the fact, and pretty much this great monument that was built for this emperor it was demolished, and you you just mm-hmm. see like the ruins of it, and it just pretty much talks about all oh, that. Um, you know, in this guy's head, he was the greatest thing ever, but time has passed and pretty much history forgot about him. And that's really what most people are going to be in the end. Like, but, but really, why does it matter that we need to quote unquote, leave a legacy or whatever behind? Yes. Why is that such an important thing? You know, it just makes you mad in the end. I think it is. Yep, exactly. It's like, I need to, I need to get my legacy going. So I have to 
Yeah. <laughs> I need to be remembered for centuries, but it's like, why? Exactly. <laughs> this is a great poem. I have it here. Yeah, I met a traveler from an antique land who said, two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them on the sand, half sunk and shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that its sculptor, while those passions read, yeah, which ye survive stamped on these lifeless things, the hand that mocked them and the heart that fed and on the pedestal, these words appeared. My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look <laughs> on my works, ye mighty, and despair. You know, nothing besides remains. Round the decay of the colossus wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. You know, and that reminds me of Stoicism. Mm. Um, which is kind of like a Roman philosophy back in the day where it's not the thing that happens to you that causes you perturbation you know causes you issue yeah it's how you react that causes the issue you know so anything can happen to you know any man so good and bad men or what is it righteous and unrighteous men both can have a lot of money so money is not the most important thing you know righteous and unrighteous men can have a lot of uh, intimacy so that's not the same thing mm. that's not the the thing but the only thing that a righteous man has that a unrighteous man doesn't have is proper discernment and able to proper reaction to life's events and stories and it reminds me of that in in a lot of these books like meditations by marcus aurelius he talks about what this ozymandias um story is like he's just like reflect on how many people have lived made children yeah. you know shuffled about died and then think about how many you don't even know about anymore all the most famous people of the world that aren't even known to the current history books and even then think about how how many that aren't even known that aren't even in the history books that have already been forgotten by everyone it's the list is infinite yep. you know and satan wants you to think it's not like ooh, you're gonna become very important <laughs> for five generations right. you know <laughs> but it doesn't matter right. you know because again the future doesn't exist Right. You know, the past doesn't exist either. And why does why does a stupid machine need to be important? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's um it's fascinating because the things we're saying, Jacob, are very simple. Yeah. You know, very, tr but it's very obvious to those who hear it, who have a seeking heart. Right. I think that's one thing I've noticed. It's not like we have this special chant and we only relate to certain like people of a certain skin color or something hmm. you know it's literally if someone has a seeking heart what we're saying is not you know i talked with a few people about this and they were just like wow like this makes so much sense to me thank you like if i hadn't met you i wouldn't have known but w what i tell them is that you've always known this yeah. it's just that when i said it it made sense to you because you already knew it in the first place you know, it's, it's just like when you have something on the tip of your tongue and somebody says it and you're just like, oh, that's it, right? There's no doubt. There's no concern or worry. You're like, that That was the thing that I was seeking. That's what happens when we talk like this is that those who are seeking, they resonate with it. And they're just like, oh, this is it. I knew it. And, and for those who are listening, you're on the right track. You know, don't worship us. You know, maybe you can worship Jacob, but not, <laughs> not me. But <laughs> worship those biceps. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's amazing, man. I'm trying to think. Ozymandias, stoicism, sex out of wedlock, unrighteous people. There's so many topics that we covered so far. I mean, I know. I'm trying to think of other things like how, you know, women, when men fail them, become complete psychos. <laughs> well, well, one thing that I've definitely noticed is that... Um, men have to be strong with women even if they're quote unquote like a woman that is looking for the right thing they still they still will eat up weak men you know <laughs> and spit them yes. up and spit them out so yeah like a righteous woman in her nature it just naturally she will naturally test yep she will naturally want to see and so if you're if you're a man going out there saying i'm going to find the most righteous woman <laughs> and then we'll get married after two years of making sure that she's the right person um i'll just do a reality check that ain't gonna happen yep. 
<laughs> I mean, again, I can't predict the future. Maybe you're the special boy, but <laughs> I would say that most likely you're going to find someone who's fallen. And like Roy Masters has said, he said that you're supposed to love the hell out of them. You're not supposed to love the hell in them. Yeah. And you treat them like they are your daughter. You know, they're not equal to you on the spiritual realm because that's just how it's set up. God, Christ, man, woman, child. They're equal to you with regards to the body and material realm and equality and you don't get to kill people and all that jazz. But you have to be so righteous that you love the hell out of them and guide them out and you guide them by seeking the kingdom of God only. Yeah. Um, and you'll naturally know what to do. But if you're falling for the temptation of lust and she's going to withhold sex from you or withhold <laughs> um, adoration and love or she may get emotional with you and you react... Oof, she's got you, man. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's that's one of the things that, you know, the the fallen men talk about, you know, like the MGTOW guys they talk about, yes. oh, like, man, if she withholds sex from you, then you gotta leave her. But but really, like, it's like, dude, that's not even important, you know. Like <laughs> you know, yeah. She can go it's and like have what we her said mood, in the beginning. But, but yep. that shouldn't she shouldn't have any hold on you whatsoever. Like you should you could just be like all right, you're acting crazy. Uh, you can go ahead and take some time off, but I'll still be here, you know, when you get back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's exactly. You're just like, go, <laughs> like you don't get to be in the bedroom. You go to the guest room, yeah. like calm down, you know, and then they'll come slinking back and want to be intimate to try to control you that way. And you're like, <laughs> no, lady, like we said earlier, like if you're only being intimate physically for the reason of children, then she can't use that weapon against you. Nope. <laughs> it's this fascinating thing of like, uh, it's such a wonderful act, right? It feels great. Yeah. But at the same time, the intention behind it is all messed up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. But And I think the one thing I found, too, is that um, there is this moment where you you will have fear of losing her, mm. right, yeah. if you disagree and all that. But if you just face that fear by observing it, don't try to fight it, don't try to rationalize it, but just know that you pursue the righteous path, that's where God is, you know, just like we say, don't react to anything. Just always sit patiently and have calmness. So if, if there is that attempt to react in a conversation, they're trying to probe you in some way. It's, it's just Satan trying to probe you through them, Yeah. you know, and just see it as possession. And w the result of that in my life has been that life seems so much more joyous because all I see are perfect sons and daughters of God. And just people who are uh, owned by Satan and talking. <laughs> and what I mean by that is when someone's disagreeing and angry, I just see I just see someone who is uh, possessed. Yeah, they're still perfect on the inside. But I'm just like, oh, it's just Satan. It's just Satan talking right now, you know. Yeah. Not a big deal. It's not like this person hates me. It's just Satan hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Once you laugh and realize Satan's just like your little bastard brother who unfortunately doesn't know his role yeah you know that's exactly he's it. now fulfilling a different role you know he's supposed to be an angel he's supposed to be right. subservient under god not subservient <laughs> to men yeah underneath god but angels are i think <clears throat> it's like we are angels and bodies so we're we're souls and bodies i think yeah and maybe i'm saying that wrong it's like well jacob if you were but, like a technical and pedantic it's uh <laughs> an, an, the word for angel really means messenger so <laughs> and hello which is really my friend julio <laughs> no but seriously, you are right but like, seriously yeah like yeah. Angel, the word angel means messenger i'm really messenger of god oh interesting yeah interesting maybe we are angels <laughs> <laughs> maybe when you're you become this righteous thing god it's not that you're an, you're a messenger it's more that god makes you a messenger by talking through you mm. to the world you know so I'm not saying that we're angels but it's it's this fascinating idea that you know there's god there's angels there's fallen angels which we call demons and then um then there's us and we have souls but in our fall we were caught in this body you know, we were clothed with bodies instead of just sent directly to hell. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so we're in this intermediary, which is why this realm seems so fun and interesting because like we're not the ones determining the end game because God's in control. Satan wants you to think that so that you kill yourself. Yeah. But if you don't and you just see it as a war being played out and you just need to 
be on the righteous path and you get to experience it, then life becomes so much more joyous. Yeah. That's kind of what I've noticed. Is that what you've been kind of seeing too? Absolutely, man. I mean, life is the is the best gift, the the simplest thing. Really, I just see myself as as a child again. But you know, exactly. My only, yep. the one I depend on, because um, I don't know. Like Jesus always mentioned it. Like you know, to enter the kingdom, you must be like a child. And I would always think, yep. like, what does that mean exactly? But and it encompasses so many things. A lot of it is kind of like what I what I was saying about the robots that were were like, mm. were like these machines. Um, in, in a way, like that. That's also touching upon that. But um, yeah, you know, when when you're a when you're a child. You don't really care. Um, you you don't. You're not looking to like pay the bills. Oh, you're not stressing over that. You're not stressing <laughs> over like where you're gonna sleep, over yep, what you're gonna eat, right? How you're gonna wear? How you're gonna yep. do the things you need to do? You just you just know that your parents have your back, and it's the same thing when you're in the kingdom of God as a as an adult. You're still a child in the sense that you're you're dependent on God for everything that needs to get done and you just you just know that it will get done in its own time it may not get done the way you want it to but it will yep and you'll be provided for and you have everything that you need yeah being you're that's one of the things i think a lot of people maybe will struggle with as they wake up like just kind of what we said too about you really have to let go of yep. getting things done and there seems to be this initial reaction like if if but if i if i don't follow in my thoughts i'm just going to sit in my bed and you know stare at the wall cuz you know if i don't think i can't get things done <laughs> you know that's that's been a common thing i i remember experiencing when i was sitting quietly and watching my thoughts those thoughts would come up saying if you let go of me you'll be retarded <laughs> you know like <laughs> you're going to be so stupid and i'm sitting there just like well I guess I'm going to become stupid. You know, that's, that's, but, and the side, it's so funny. But ironically, you get even more done than you ever could before because you're not, yes, you don't have that annoying it, little thing in your head just preventing you from taking action. Oh, dude. And the, the other thing too is that you get the right things done. Right. Because, totally. And it's not like, I, I like, I'm not saying like the things I'm doing now are the right things, but like, um, I think we talked about this before how, like I was so focused on career and job yeah. that it was just like, I got to think about how to be five years ahead and, and this thing and okay. And then this and this and this, and then I achieved success, right? Whatever that thing was for me. Yeah. And I realized I missed all the other games you could have been playing, like having children, um, building community, building family, growing my own food, helping out old people. It's, you realize that if you follow your thoughts, you will think that you're doing the right thing, but God had a bigger plan for you if yeah. you just would relax. And that just blew my mind where now that I'm relaxing, I have a much larger, this this homestead community, we're building these internal supply chains right now to be able to provide food to each other without doing money exchange. You know, someone grows chickens, other one grows goats and goat milk and eggs and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. But I would have never come to this if I was trying to plan and be strategic. It was, it just kind of started happening. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I, I, I need to get a truck. I got a truck and I started wearing flannel and <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, I, I enjoy raking up, you know, chicken poo. Like, <laughs> so it, you just can't follow those thoughts because there's so much more joy in life right. that you can be on the other side. And it's so simple. Just, just stop it. Right. <laughs> and Satan will try and trick you because really the the ultimate trick he plays besides, you know, yes. saying that he doesn't exist is um is that he makes you think that that his voice is you and totally you. So some sometimes I know what happened with me like, oh, if yeah. I were if I were to really 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 when I was like real real with myself when I was in the phone state, I was like, man, if I was to be really like truly a son of God and truly righteous and all that. Um, I would have to give up all this kind of slop that I'm in, yeah. which, which is yeah. amazing because that just reminded me of the prodigal son story. 
And um, yes, in the story, you know, the there's the king and he has the two sons. And so one of them is just pretty much like, you know what? Forget you, dad. I'm going to go and do my own thing. And he goes and he tries to make it work. He really is he's trying to be his own God there. He's not being a child and being dependent upon, you know, his true father. Yep. He's trying to yep. become his own God. And so when he goes out into the world, I remember I remember seeing that verse and being like, how could anyone ever do that? And, and I'm talking about um, he, he winds up eating pig slop. So the same slop oh. that the pigs are eating, you know, full of feces and whatever, he's, he's eating too. And I remember thinking like, how the hell could anyone get to that point? But really, when we're not with God, we're we're accepting the slop. All we're no You're better right. than just sucking up the the really like feces and all that. And yeah, and, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain and have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. Yeah, 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 man. And, and really that's, that's what Satan does. He convinces you that, um, oh, accept all this debaucherous behavior and you really, you like this and you can never be righteous because you'd give this up. You'd give up this slop that you've been eating, but really you give the slop that you like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you like. like this. How can you give up something you like? You know, it's right. But, <laughs> oh but it's gosh, just, it's a true. lie. It's, it's really you know, because when you get back, you get all blinged out, man. You know, you get the fancy, the, the robe, you know, you get the ring. Yeah. Right? Is that yeah. what the thing says in the story? <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, it gets all blinged out. I like how you're afraid. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're so holy. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading through it. He fatted the calf. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his foot, on his feet. Oh, he became a pimp. What the? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But again... Those nice things are simple, nice things. Yeah. Right. A, a good robe, like a ring, shoes. This isn't like you know, oh, give him, give him a huge ass castle, and then give him uh, fourteen thousand acres, and give him twenty-seven like slaves that he can be intimate with. Ah, oh, blah 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 blah. It's like no, he gets a nice robe, and you get a ring, you get shoes, so you'll be able to walk, you'll be taken care of, and you get a fatted calf, you know, and. Right. You'll be fine. You can eat the real food. You don't have to accept, you know, the things that aren't, <laughs> that are bad. That's so true. That's so true, man. It's, I think that's a great insight for anyone listening still. It's yeah. just one of those things that, like, I, I went through that as well. It's just, man, that's so interesting. Just remembering that and talking that with you just reminds me of just how thankful I am to, to not be just eating be slop. in this peaceful mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that you mention it, what did I hit at Chipotle last night? <laughs> but yeah, you're not eating the spiritual slop anymore. Yeah. You know, you're not just following what everyone else is following. You're just like, you know what? I'm going to try to grow a different way. And it may seem crazy. You know, it may not be chasing the money that this world wants you to chase. And don't get me wrong. I'll still make money. You know, I'll still have enough. I'll give Caesar Caesars. I'll do all that stuff. But there's just so much more when you let go of having your own plan because there's just so many layers to life that, you know, God has ready for you if you just, you know, become worthy. And it's not even you becoming worthy. It's more just you just stop becoming unworthy. (laughs) (laughs) Stop following Satan in a way. Yeah. Talk about amazing. Well, this has been a whole hour. Wow. And we actually were chatting uh, about 20 minutes before as well, before we started recording about some uh, fun conversations too. <laughs> is um, anything else you kind of wanted to mention today, man? I think this has just been wonderful. What sons of God sound like. I know, right? It's like, uh, yeah, it's always, it's always effortless. It's always, uh, it's like discovery, even from the words that come out of my mouth and the words that come out of your mouth. And Yeah, exactly. And it's just, we start saying things, and we're just like, "Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was so holy!" And then you just keep on going. Just you see these synchronicities in life. You're like, "Yeah, don't don't watch it. Just keep going. Just keep going." <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But really, that's how life works. Really, life is so. It's an amazing gift. It's simple, and just um, only God can really bring it. But the the step to help God do that. Is to just admit that you're not in control and just go from there. Yeah. 
Just let go of that judgment, resentment, that hatred. Realize you're wrong, the judge, because it just hasn't worked out. If you're suffering, you know, that's probably the reason why. And if you don't want to, well, that's fine. Just suffer and die, guys. <laughs> and as, as we always say, okay, so go and forgive and you'll be forgiven, which means go to your parents or whoever you resent, whoever caused trauma, and then do the silent prayer. Go to the website, go to JLP's website, Jesse Lee Peterson. Look up silent prayer. Just practice that every morning and night. That's how you really get to know thyself. And it's fascinating how it happens. It happens in a circuitous route, very roundabout way. And of course, as we always say, name of the podcast, of course, is Doubt Every Thought. So doubt every thought throughout the day. And literally, that's how you become a son or daughter of God. So Jacob, thanks again for coming on. You're basically just going to be, you and I are just going to run this thing from now on. <laughs> the Jacobs. <laughs> Yeah, the Jacobs. Yeah, Jacobs and God. <laughs> you know, growing up, the, growing up, yeah. people always said that was a "quote unquote" holy name. So I guess, I guess it we're is. repping, right? It is very, <laughs> yeah, we're repping the Jacobs quite well <laughs> in this biblical land. <laughs> so have a wonderful day, guys. Take care.